Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Mind Dump. And I do apologize, Mind Dump is a recent name uh, we did just come up with. Uh, so if you like the name Mind Dump for this podcast, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Feedback is always enjoyed and appreciated. Uh, but today, I'm with my two great friends, Nick Tam and Ethan Thompson. And for this week's episode, we have an episode, uh, we have a top, excuse me, that is near and dear to, I guess, my heart. I don't know. And they were just nice enough to join me here. Uh, we're talking about cartoons, and they're not just for kids, even though, you know, yeah, they are kind of for kids, but I still like cartoons. Uh, more specifically, we're going to go over our best and most favorite cartoons uh, that each of us think. And so, um, guys, I don't know if you wanted to introduce yourselves real quick. Nick here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sup, <laughs> I'm Ethan Thompson, just... Lee's roommate, glad to be here on the podcast. Yeah, and I do appreciate them being here. So today, more specifically, like I said, we're doing our each top five, top five favorite cartoons of all time. And the criteria was individual. Our list could be personal. They could be biased. They could be, you know, critically acclaimed, like what is objectively quality, what is objectively funny. Uh, But today, uh, we're going to give you our tastes and opinions on our top five favorite cartoons. So... My list, starting off, we have at number five, we have Looney Tunes. And for me, you know, everybody has uh, fond memories of Saturday morning cartoons watching Looney Tunes. Uh, To me, it was always funny. I thought Bugs Bunny was like a a Jack Sparrow kind of character, just like witty, hilarious, you know, always kind of worked it out in the end. Uh, I thought Daffy Duck was always hilarious in just a ton of different characters and really funny. Like anytime I watch Looney Tunes, it's just... It's just straight slapsticky, you know, a little bit of, not pop culture references for the time, but like very, very straight, very obvious humor. And as a kid, it just made me laugh no matter what. And I just think I have fond memories of that. And they were so consistent, you know, so consistent every time, just, just funny. Like it could be, it could be Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. It could be Daffy Duck. It could be Bugs Bunny. It could be. Uh, it could be any of them, really. And there's so many more. There's Marvin the Martian. There's uh, there's the Tasmanian Devil. Uh, Sylvester the Cat. Tweety. You know, just constant funny. And uh, and to me, I just I just think you know to be consistently funny all the time is not not that easy. Uh, but I don't know, Nick. If you wanted to go next with your number five, mine is actually the same thing. Looney Tunes. Uh, you went way more in depth than I was gonna go why I like Looney Tunes. I don't know, just the same thing. I guess it just made me laugh and it was just, it was a good, I guess a good way to de-stress, you know, after a week of working on homework, you know, as a hard-working grade school. As a hard-working, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, hard at work, Long division was work. rough, man. Yes. Just multiplication tables. And just to see, you know, just the wacky things happen, you know, it was just, it was funny and it was good and it was just pure, I don't know, there was, you know, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I think it's interesting you guys chose Looney Tunes. Cause I think it is like the definition like of a cartoon is Looney Tunes. Personally, mm-hmm. I didn't watch too much of it. Like I watched Space Jam and stuff, but like you know about it. Like when you go to the doctor to get like a shot on your arm, like they're putting a Looney Tunes Band-Aid on you. Every time. Like they're, they're like a brand time. there. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like always there. Yeah. Like Looney Tunes is everywhere. It's on t-shirts. It's on mugs. Like yeah. I personally didn't like watch the actual cartoons, but I like watch like the movies like Looney Tunes mm-hmm. Back in Action with Brandon Fraser that underrated movie for sure and cinematic masterpiece Space Jam but 
I think it's interesting you guys picked that because like I just never grew up watching it, but like everyone knows it. That's yeah, and it's interesting, you know, you 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 watch it and like, or you don't watch it, you just know, you know, like uh, it's it just kind of has that iconic status that just goes on even today. So Warner Brothers really, really had their stuff together back in the day. Um, but yeah, what uh, you did not share? Actually. Oh, my top five. So my number five here. Um, so I guess my criteria that I kind of went off of is like what makes me think of my childhood. Okay. Therefore, that and also what I buy a shirt with that to let that, people that know that good. I watch it. That is good, actually. I respect that a lot. Yeah. Um, so if I'm not willing to do that as an adult, there's no way it's one of my favorite things. Uh, but for me, I went with Rugrats. I loved the Rugrats mm. movie growing up. We had it on a VHS tape, so I played that over and over again in the movie. And I love how they even created a sequel series all growing up. I feel like it was a good blend. And I feel like you just really relate to the characters and just speaks childhood. So that's why I chose Rugrats. Can't go wrong with Rugrats, you know. I wanted a Reptar as a kid, for sure. Uh, but it's uh, solid choices all around, all around. Not just because Nick also chose my number five, but I do think Rugrats is... Uh, um, I remember, if I remember right, it kind of got real because uh, what was the blonde, the older girl's name? Angela? Angela? Angelica. Angelica, yeah. Like her mom was like the like the hard working like businesswoman that like earned the bread and like her dad was like stay-at-home dad, wasn't he? If I remember right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if you want to call it progressive, but like it was, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool to see that. And there was one where I think the dad's like freaking... He's got he can't do the paddleball thing, so he's like up yeah. on the line, like losing <laughs> sleep, like trying to break a record or something. So I thought that was I think it, I think it's a quality cartoon as well. Congrats. So um moving on to our number four pick, and uh, I am gonna stay, at least for this number four pick, I'm gonna stay in the same vein a little bit as that old the old style cartoon. Uh Tom and Jerry for me would be my number four. Uh and I put it over Looney Tunes just for the fact that you can making people laugh without saying anything, I think is pretty skillful. And it once again it's like slapsticky, you know, getting hit with hammers, getting anvils dropped on you, getting blown up with shotguns, TNT, all that good quality stuff. But just to make to make things funny without even saying a single word, I think is a little bit harder and just shows to the more skill of the uh of the creators of that show. And you know, you always see like the kind of the back and forth of the Tom and the Jerry and they're supposed to hate each other, but they kind of, there's episodes where they got each other's back, and it's, uh, I just, for me, it was just, looking back, I, I don't know if I could, if I could make something laugh without, I'm not that, you know, I'm not, not that I'm a comedian, but I don't think I can make someone laugh just by not saying anything, so, uh, that's, that is my number four pick. That is also what I put as, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, when I think of, when I just thought of, like, my childhood, that's, I just remembered Tom and Jerry. I don't know, I just remember Tom and Jerry and watching them, and, like, the same thing, it was just simple, yet just, like, you know, it was entertaining just to watch, you're like, oh, what is, what are they going to do today, you know, and then I think, I'm pretty sure, like, wasn't Tweety Bird involved with Tom and Jerry, too? Or Did they do a, an epic crossover that I don't recall? I can't remember, maybe Tweety Bird, Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes, Tweety 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 yeah. Oh, maybe, I'm way off, I don't know my cartoons, but, uh, you know, I just remember Tom and Jerry and... Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I thought of when I thought of my childhood was Tom and Jerry. Just how funny it was, you know, as a kid. Watching it back now, maybe it wouldn't be as funny, but... You know. I know, yeah, we might have to do the rewatch test on some of these. Yeah. But we'll... Uh, I don't think I know a single soul, though, who doesn't like Tom and Jerry. Like, I mean, is there really are... anyone out there that's like, I hate this? Like, I, I do think everyone, like, 
Like, it, like when you talk about cartoons, I do feel like people bring up Tom and Jerry. It's true. I think more so the Looney Tunes that they watched it as a kid. Because it was probably on a little bit more. And they're re-releasing the movie, so clearly. It's true. Are you other, guys going to watch the movie? Other people like it. Yeah. I, I will be, yeah. I will, I will be I mean, we, I, we have an HBO Max it. account. Yeah. Oh, yes. We, we can watch it. Not sponsored, by the way. But yes, we I do think sponsored. we will. Uh, we have an account. <laughs> we have we have a streaming <laughs> an service. We can watch it. But yeah, people who don't like Tom and Jerry, it's like putting jelly first on the feet. You know, you just, that person's psycho. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, maybe that's a topic for the All day. right. Jeez. Hot diggity. Man. I, I, I do put peanut butter as well. Peanut butter? But I, I see. I do see your point. I do see your point. Like, I don't know. I think, like, I'm just like, I'm going to like the movie, movie automatically. Yeah. Therefore, that, like, without even watching it, I've already liked it. Like, I've already clicked the like button. Fair, fair. I've already clicked the like button. Um, I guess going on next. My number four. Um, now, this is my only adult cartoon film that I put on here. This is the only Ooh. one. Um, but I really love this, and I just to preface it, I hate adult cartoons for the most part. <laughs> I know a lot of people like Family Guy, Rick and Morty, and all that, but that's just not my cup of tea. Like, I don't know, I'd rather watch like a talk show host like Conan or something. But I love Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I love that, yes, it's just humor yes. that gets me. It's dad jokes done right, um, and the characters are so weird, but yet relatable. Unlike like Family Guy, I feel like no one really ever relates to those characters because they're so obscure. But like. I feel like somehow they do give Bob's Burgers characters a little bit of feeling that you're like, I am that person sometimes. <laughs> you're like, I am Bob trying to make it work, but everything just collapses mm-hmm. in a normal way, not a weird way. I am Tina, who is just naturally awkward all the time and can't help it sometimes. You be that Tina. Yeah, you be that Tina. If you're awkward, <laughs> don't worry about it. Hashtag be the Tina. Yeah, we all have a Tina. Yes. Uh, yeah, Bob's Burgers is... Uh, I do enjoy Bob's Burgers. I think every time I've seen it, I've, I've laughed. Sometimes I make me makes me a little uncomfortable. Maybe just, I don't know, maybe I need to watch it more, but I, Bob's Burgers is, uncomfortable is not the right word. Like, it's maybe cringy. It, maybe it's it can be cringy a sometimes. little bit cringy. Maybe it's too close to home. I'm like, ooh, I am that bad of a person. I'm like, oh, geez. But, you know, I, I knew I had to put in my top five when I was willing to dress up as Bob for Halloween, so I feel like I have I to I do love true. that picture. Uh, yeah, that's, that is classic, for sure. Um, so, that rounds up the number five and number four picks on the list. When we come back in a second, we will be moving up the list. So stick around. And we're back. So uh, as we were just briefly stating, we rounded up. Uh, we were getting at the bottom of our list, bottom half, uh, top five, top four picks of our favorite cartoons of all time. Not up for debate, even though we are debating it right now. So coming up the list at number three, I believe, let me check my notes. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, that's what I thought. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. And my mom is probably going to hit me for this one. But I just, I don't know. Dragon Ball Z as a kid was so stupid cool, man. Like, just, I, uh, it ran for so long and it's still going. So it's still just a cheap money grab at this point. But as a kid, it really was just this, I don't know, this epic adventure of this main character that, you know, can he really beat the bad guy? And and people make fun of Dragon Ball Z, you know. It's like, oh, it's just all screaming and, and whatnot. And I'm like, no, it's so much more than that. And maybe I defend it too much, but to me it was just really, I don't know, it was just kind of cool to see like this this character on screen that would work hard and and just just beat beat the bad guy, you know, overcome every obstacle, overcome every adversary, because that's that's kind of the main character's thing, uh, Goku. He just he'll just he'll just work harder. All he does is work. All he does is want to train and fight. And I don't know if if inspiring is like a goofy word. 
but it's kind of it's it's kind of cool to see like you know someone like I don't know see reflections of someone that works hard and it I guess in the end of the show it just pays off he just he wins he loses he loses quite a bit but um, to see the fights uh, the the dynamic between him and the couple other characters about it's it's and it does get a little bit deeper than just you know beating the bad guy it's you know it's how deep can you dig it's it's what really motivates you, what makes you stronger, what, you know, do you think you're weak, do you think you're strong, and, and things like that. And It's just, I don't know, for, for a kid's show, I just feel like it was uh, it was kind of funny, but it was kind of, a, I don't know, like a serious thing. And for me as a kid, that was the first serious thing I ever saw in a cartoon was in, was in Dragon Ball Z. So. I do think for Dragon Ball, like, you had to grow up with it in order to enjoy it. I feel like no one just, like, can start Dragon Ball Z now and, like, get into it. Yeah. It's got such, like, a serious yeah. fan base around it that's, like, yeah. if you're not in it, you you can't come in. That you know? ship has sailed, you know. You yeah. had to grow up with it. Yeah. It's, like, no easy way in. So that's why I personally never got into Dragon Ball. Um, I've only actually seen the abridged version on YouTube. Um, those, the those great series, great. look it up. But, like, the, uh, as far as the other one, like, I feel like I'm so far behind, though, that I just can't get in it. There, there's a lot to catch up on. and uh, And, like I said, you know, these are... Obviously, childhood biases is going to affect this. I don't watch cartoons now, oh, yeah. of course. Obviously, that would be stupid. But looking, <laughs> looking back, um, yeah, like it's, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you can kind of jump in on any time. I guess looking back, there's not, there is a story, but, but yeah, it is, it is, it is a tough one to tackle if if you're just starting out. Cool fight scenes and everything. Did you watch Dragon Ball? No, not no. I never did. I really? I've seen like clips here and there, but I never watched it. Yeah. I'd be willing to try. I'd be willing. You know, try to break yeah. the barrier of the fan. Give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot, you know. Work out like Goku. Give it a try. Work out like Goku. Um, you probably yeah. work harder. You probably, I don't know, you're, Nick, you're honestly like also an inspiration. Yeah, I'm like, man, I just... I don't know if I can work harder than Goku. Jesus. He's a cartoon. I think you got Saiyan modes. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of somebody working hard, my number three is Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. I've just nice. always, I, I I guess I'm biased because I Batman's my favorite superhero since I was a kid. I don't know that. Until now, and just always, um, just, I don't know. I guess the, I guess I like the animated series, and, you know, Batman is just a character. I feel like, I mean, I, I believe he's the highest grossing DC character as far as merch, movies, everything. And I think it's, the reason is because he is a man, because he's relatable. I mean, obviously we all can't relate to our parents dying in front of us when we're kids but you know he is relatable like in the fact that he has real world consequences as a hero you know and you see his body take a toll in like all the Batman movies you see yeah. you know most recently you see the, the Christian Bale one you see in number three he's you know he's got a bad knee and everything you know and he's taking a toll but the Batman animated series though when I was just a kid I loved those the Batman animated series movies and I loved the series like it was good I, I don't know if I've watched it all the way through but I don't know I just like Batman so it was cool to see Batman you know do Batman things never never bad thing like Batman because he's like the peak human right he's kind of yeah, like, yeah. he's like if you were a person this is the best you could ever be yeah Bruce Wayne like discovers like peak human performance because he can bench like a thousand pounds and like do yeah. all these other crazy things like he discovered it's like you know I, uh, it's crazy and this is a bit nerdy. I remember there's one snippet of some comic where uh, I forget which one it is, but I think Wonder Woman uses the lasso of truth on some of the Justice League people, and she's like, "What is your real identity?" And she used it on Superman, and Superman's like, "I'm Clark Kent," 
and she puts on a Batman, and Batman's like, I'm Batman. So, you know, <laughs> I do think, I do think of all the superheroes, I think he's, you know, I think he's the toughest cookie. You know, there is, I have, I have heard of, like, like a lot of, well, I've just seen a lot of things on the internet where they do say that they think, like, Bruce Wayne actually is Batman, and Bruce Wayne is the, like, the person he just becomes to hide from oh, being Batman. So he's not. Like, it's the opposite. Okay. You know, because he is a broken kid from seeing his parents, so he became Batman that day. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne is just who he is to hide. That's the alien. Yeah, that's, that's the alien. <laughs> that's deep, man. Because that's also, deep. if you notice, uh, this is like jumping into movies. This is like a tangent, I guess. But if you notice in, uh, was it Bat the? Was the movie the third the third Christopher Nolan movie? I can't think the of the Dark Knight Rises. Dark the Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah. If you notice, Batman when he first comes out in the public, he goes to a costume party. Everybody's wearing a costume, but he has no costume. He's just Bruce Wayne because that is his costume. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a mask on? He doesn't have a mask on, no. Wow. Everybody else true, is wearing yeah. a mask and he wears no that mask. That's true, yeah. Because Bruce Wayne is his mask. Let's get Batman to assume he is. Interesting. It's like, I don't know if uh, yeah. I don't know if Christopher Nolan meant to go that deep with it, but you know, it makes you think. Because like, he just shows yeah, up with that mask. He is Batman and, and Clark Kent is his alter identity. Excuse me, yeah, excuse me, yeah. Bruce Wayne is yeah, his alter. So deep down, alter he, ego. that's who he is. He is Batman, he's not Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I think the animated series Batman specifically, I think it has the best animation oh, for Batman it as far as 2D. It does look good, yeah. Yeah, they had that one and then they updated it even when he had like Robin and Batgirl and all them like with them. Like the, uh, the updated animated series was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because I grew up with it. That's what I like about it. Look at those new ones that they have and I'm like, why is his head like almost like a triangle? Like, I don't yeah, know. I can't get behind yeah. these new like, what is it, Batman? Was it Brave and the Bold? I think. I think, oh, it's like very kiddish. It looks like Lego. Yeah. I, I can't get behind, but yeah. the Batman yeah. animated series is meant for kids, but adults can like that one too. Yeah. Like, I could go back and rewatch that. I know our roommate has too. it. Yeah, yeah. It is, and this is also an excuse for us to be like they don't make cartoons anymore <laughs> like they used to. You know, which I mean, to a degree, maybe is a little true. I I don't know. I some cartoons today I think can be funny, but I don't know. Like 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 you said, you know, like this is something an older person person could could. Uh, could appreciate it's not just this wacky little kid slapsticky stuff it's it's kind of a gritty cartoon yeah it's pretty serious mm-hmm. as for my number three uh it's probably a hot take here i know there's tons of memes about it not not spongebob but oh, no. uh, phineas and ferb mm. i think it's disney's best cartoon they ever did i just love the dynamic the fact that ferb never speaks a line but has so much emotion. It goes back to like the Tom and Jerry thing. It's yeah. like, you just know who Ferb is. Like, yeah. You don't need yeah. any backstory. <laughs> Who's their parents? Like you get to know a little bit, but it doesn't really matter. Just the back and forth and creating most worlds, like ridiculous things. I feel like we all did that in our backyard. I yeah, don't know. I sure. had a little mm-hmm. sandbox that, you know, I'd for sure. build towers and get the roly polies that were nearby and try and make <laughs> something, yeah. nice. you know, nice. <laughs> like imagining I was building a roller coaster, but you know, I never did. I'm like, Phineas did, unfortunately. Peter, but yeah. Peter, don't come for us. No yeah. roly polies were harmed. Yeah, no, the locals were harmed in making this podcast. Yeah. And who doesn't know the hit song, Squirrels in My Pants? Like, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's that's that one. You know, I'm sorry, I, I don't know that song. Oh. I know. I You said it was a hot take. I feel like that is the least hot take we've we've had. You really? Know? I, feel like, oh. I feel like Phineas and Ferb, I never, I never watched it, it at gets all. respect. Yeah, it does it get a ton of respect. Yeah, for sure. And I, sorry, I'm unfamiliar with uh, Squirrels in My Pants. The initials are simp. It's on the PewDiePie merch, not a sponsor, but... <laughs> yeah, oh, the no. shimp shirt. Oh, no, no, my pants. Like, <laughs> we're getting into dangerous territory. <laughs> I, I don't know. Phineas and Ferb is just like I don't know everything you wanted to be as a kid, and it was also like right when I like watched cartoons, but I was like just young enough to watch it, but kind of like in like the 
age between like 10 and 14 where it's like mm, yeah. you remember those the most yeah mm-hmm. when you appreciate them when when they're yeah when you remember yeah. them, you're appreciate them the most. Yeah. like I can't think of a platypus without thinking of Perry the platypus like I don't know it just comes I do I do see quite a few clips on the internet where what's face Dr. Doofenshmirtz yeah he's like the platypus Perry the platypus and it's like, I don't know <laughs> like you know what's coming dude still funny it's uh I uh so uh no disrespect at all I uh me I don't think Phineas and Ferb is one of those things that it's too late to get into maybe I should give it a shot I remember when it did come out I think I was like in 6th grade or something and I I don't know I don't know why he didn't speak to me maybe I'm just maybe I'm the weird one maybe I should I should give it a shot yeah I recommend <laughs> 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 four, 5 out of 5 stars uh Coming up then on the list to uh, to number two, uh, my pick was Avatar: The Last Airbender, and for me, I just feel like there's a lot that goes into this pick. Uh, first of all, the cartoon is just so like well done. Like it's it's got funny moments. It's got like relatable, you know, uh, relatable moments. Got like life lessons. The the animation is just beautiful. It's a beautiful cartoon. The the world they create. The the, I don't know what you call it, the lore, I guess, if you will, is just so original and just, like, so captivating. And the redemption arcs and the storyline, to me, it's just, it doesn't miss, man. It just, it, it has no, in my personal meaningless opinion, it has, the show literally has no flaws. Um, and it's just, it's just kind of got anything you want. And that one's not one where you can, you can catch up, you know. To me, it's like, you can, you can start it, and then you can work your way up, and you'll just you'll just get you'll just get what it's all about. And it was uh, uh, I liked it a lot as a kid, and for me, that one for me is for sure rewatchable, just because of of the content. It wasn't it wasn't silly you know childish things. It was a lot of mature topics, like uh, like genocide, you know. Uh, problems with your parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So, yes. definitely. Like, uh, yes. like Only death. adults. Yeah. Uh, so you know, heavy, heavy stuff, man. And it's, uh, it's just to me, it, it really, uh, it just ten out of ten for sure. It's another one with an extreme fan base. I feel like there's a lot of hardcore. There are a lot of hardcore fans, and I see some, yeah. I see some immature people on the internet. I'm like, this is a, this is a cartoon. Yeah. We need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. My my number two is also Avatar. It's, you know, it's one is of the Is this for real? Yeah. Uh, did you really? Yeah. How did... My... We, did you guys make the list together? No, and make, like, we did not actually, weeks yeah. You know, just... I feel like <laughs> yeah. I have, like, the only one that's got to yeah, We're, like, three yeah. for four over here, man. You know, Avatar, Avatar it, it's one of the few cartoons that I've seen all the way through, and it is pretty good, and, you know, you said it more eloquently than I could say about the cartoon. Uh, I just thought, you know, the story's really good. The story's really good. It's consistent. It doesn't... I mean, sure, there's a few episodes here and there that are a little random that you're like, okay, it's a filler episode, but not that many, though. And I think it just progresses the story, you know, of, of you know, the Avatar, you know, learn, coming into who he is and realizing that, you know, I gotta, I gotta do my job. I can't just be a 10-year-old kid or however old he was. Um, but, yeah, and I don't know, one of my friends... You know, I started watching the series, you know, like in college, and one of my friends told me that I was like this character named Toph, and I had no idea who it was, and I see it, and it's a little blind girl. You know, <laughs> like, like, how okay, I'm like, thanks, dude. You think I'm a little blind girl, but you know, she's pretty tough, though, so, you know, I, I, I don't mind it anymore. She's pretty tough. 
it's cool. It's cool to be compared to her. Nick, you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, no, please. I said, Nick, you would be an Earthbender, like, straight up. Like, I think that's the one that fits you the best. Like, you could fit a few of them, I think, but Earthbender, I think, would be your key. I, uh, I'd have to, and Earth, Earthbend, Earth, Earthbend, the Earth Kingdom, excuse me, the Earth Kingdom kind of puts everything on their back in the show. Like, the Fire Nation's about to take over the world, and it's really the Earth Kingdom that just stops them from doing that. But, uh, if I remember right, I think the creators meant to make Toph, like, some guy, but they ended up making her a girl. And I think that worked out, like, a lot better. It's perfect. Because, no, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, Toph is a great character, like, you know, mm-hmm. unwavering, solid, you know, everything that embodies rocks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but she she's honestly like one of the most reasonable people I think in the show if I remember right um, she kind of saves the day more than once oh yeah so good quality stuff okay Ethan your number two pick better so unfortunately I don't have <laughs> Avatar be. even on my list <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's, that's probably my hot take Trigger. today I'm not too Trigger big into the warning. Avatar fan base but I get why people are um, he doesn't like bald kids just kidding. Just kidding. Nick, you're, you're a great bald man. Joking. The main character is bald. For those of you that don't know, it is a uh, uh, he is a monk and he has to shave his head. I will say though, whoever likes the movie more than the cartoon needs to recheck their taste. And that interest. is that is yeah. Poor yes, Avatar. Yes. Yeah. Unsubscribe if that's just kidding. Do not. We're we need all the viewers. Do we, we have can get. subscribers. <laughs> Do we? Don't worry. We're getting got some. a few followers actually. So thank you for those of you that follow. By the way, much appreciated. My number two though is uh. Pokemon Indigo League, specifically. I am... When I was a kid, I was big on Pokemon. Like, my dad would go on, like, business trips, and he'd always come back with, like, this new Pokeball toy or this new cards or plush toy or something. That's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. And I always had... That was another one, like, where I go rats, I had the VHSs of the episodes that I rewatched. No movie can bring me to tears, with the exception of Star Trek Into Darkness. Like, like Pokemon, the first movie can. When, oh, that that is such a tender moment when Pikachu is crying over Ash. Like, that is engraved in my mind as, like, if I can love someone as much as Pikachu loves Ash, that's when I know I'm ready to get married. <laughs> like, right then. Yeah. But specifically Indigo League. Uh, I'm probably in the unpopular opinion, maybe. I thought I said that also with Phineas and Purple, so maybe not. But, like, the Kanto, like, Pokemon is my favorite. Like, I love the first generation, the a little bit of the second generation. The I really OGs. don't like it after that, personally. The That's okay, man. The there's OGs there's cool ones in, after that. But no, I think Pokemon would be in my honorable mention. Like, I mean, I, I didn't watch much of the show, but I collected the cards. I still collect the cards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 still play Pokemon. <laughs> but yeah. holographic Charizard, you know what I'm yes. talking about. Yes, you know. We still out here playing Pokemon, but you know, yeah, I think that'd be an honorable mention for me. The show is just like my thing for Pokemon, though. I think I like the show. I've never actually played a Pokemon video game besides maybe like five minutes of Pokemon Stadium Two, and that was really just the mini games because I don't like turn-based <laughs> games. So that's why I think I'm a more of a TV show Pokemon fan rather than like the games. Yeah, that's, that's what it got a lot of people into it because, like, I remember as a kid, I was like the trading cards. That's nerdy. Why would I ever? And then like I, I think my. I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I bought some. <laughs> I bought some Pokemon cards. But uh, but no, it's uh, a lot of... The, the first generation, for sure, the OGs. Um, I won't get too nerdy on you guys, on you beautiful listeners. But the first generation, for sure, is... Uh, it's just all, all there. It's all solid and just so memorable. And I think that's the thing for a lot of people. And maybe kids nowadays, maybe the newer ones are going to be the most memorable. But I think... Really? Well, kid. that'd be crazy. I think I never thought a, about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our kids will be like, oh my gosh, what's that? That Glip Glub Pokemon, Dad? It looks cool. It's a uh, son. 
that's past my time. And, but, <laughs> son, that Pokemon looks like a mattress. Yes, yeah, son, son, that Pokemon. That's a thing, dude. Yeah, I think you said this one time, Ethan. It's like when we started naming Pokemon after like Shandler. objects. Shandler. Oh yeah. Maybe I'm gonna leave. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and not you know not the thing. And I think there's one Pokemon Ekans. It's just snake backwards, and it's a purple snake. So Squirtle's just a squirrel and a turtle again. Yeah, but <laughs> but it, it does have that nostalgia factor, and the theme song, unmatched. Oh, yeah. unmatched. Oh yeah, for it's sure. Memorable. I mean, I, I sure. still know the words. Yeah. <laughs> I would struggle through Fresh Prince of Bel Air, even though I love that intro yeah. too. I think that's up there, yeah, like respected, but that is also a banger. Yeah, Pokemon is the whole intro. thing for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a good intro. Well, uh, that will that will. Uh, good thing I can edit this out. So that ends the the top two. Uh, next up, when we come back, we will be going our honorable mentions. Even though Nick already mentioned one, and then we're going to do our number one pick when we come back. You got this. And welcome back, everybody. This is the final segment of today's episode. We will be doing our honorable missions for our undisputed, yet up for debate, top five cartoons of all time. And then we're going to go over number one pick. So just uh, just to be real quick, on my end, uh, it needs no introduction. My honorable mention was SpongeBob. Uh, I would have included it in my top five, only for the fact that only it's only really the first few seasons to me that are that are funny. After that, it just gets to... It just loses its luster. I don't know. It just... The, the magic is gone. I don't know what you want to call it, but it... Like... I know some people did not watch it. A lot of people did not watch it as a kid. Some parents did not let their kids watch it. Uh, looking back... Um, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad, for letting me watch SpongeBob. Really uh, bright my day, even even to this day. Uh, as dumb as it is, uh, I don't think... I uh, Excuse me, let me back up. I do think if I hadn't watched SpongeBob as a kid... I'd probably be at Columbia or Oxford or perhaps uh, perhaps Harvard. Uh, but sadly, I devoted so much of my brain, my brain power in my early days to uh, SpongeBob. And I'm pretty sure I can quote almost every every of those single first few seasons episodes word by word, noise by noise. Are you saying even. our moms are right? So I'm not saying my mom is wrong. Moms are right. <laughs> but uh, my honorable mention would have to be SpongeBob. It's just... Uh, when Steven Hillenburg died, I was almost the creator of Spongebob. Uh, I was kind of sad, actually. I was like, that's a bummer. That man who gave me this cartoon that made me so happy as a kid is uh, is gone. And uh, that, was a, that was a sad day, for sure. But uh, at least for me, honorable mention, Spongebob, I love it. Not too many life lessons, you know. Don't really gain much knowledge, intellectual strength. Just uh, Just funny. Just funny and relatable. At least, uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my honorable mention, it, I guess I said one earlier, but I guess my main honorable mention, one that I just really want to get into is Samurai Jack. I think Samurai Jack is just awesome and cool and the episodes that I've seen, I enjoyed. I just need to watch it more to really give it the true, you know, I guess, uh, <laughs> the, reading. The old college uh, try. Yeah, the old college try. And, you know, I, I, I got to do that. I, yeah, I got to do that. I got to watch it. Got to become Samurai Jack. You're, you're right. Gotta be, <laughs> I, a man I must lost, be. A man lost in time. <laughs> yeah, just trying to samurai. get back. Just get back yeah, to his yeah. yeah, dude, yes. dude, Samurai Nick. Samurai Earthbender. Samurai Earthbender. <laughs> yes. yes. Samurai Earthbender Goku Nick, dude, over here. Yeah, just the one, it. yeah. This podcast yeah. is giving you direction now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll change my major to Samurai. <laughs> 
Uh, my honorable mention, I had a couple of them. Uh, Tom and Jerry, that was one. I didn't include because I knew you guys were going to talk about it, and I was between that and Rugrats for my fifth choice, so that's why I didn't include Tom and Jerry. But that's one that, like, just remember as a kid, it's one that you instantly think about. That's a cartoon. Um, for sure. For sure. Before that. So I don't want to talk too much about that one. But the other one um, that I also struggled with a little bit, not including, was Kim Possible. Uh, struggled with, with that <laughs> it was it was between programs I feel like my top four were pretty solid but it was like the fifth law I was like which one do I give it to Kim Possible I just like it, it was like a good way to make a spy entertaining for kids but yet not over the top and yeah nothing like Nick just already did the, the theme song it's just like everyone knows it like what's the stitch like everyone it is pretty iconic yeah I feel like so many people have that as like their message ringtone yeah it was it was the thing back in the day I do think it'd be hard to rewatch though. So that's out of those. Not that I'm probably gonna rewatch a lot of these cartoons, but that I think would be the hardest one for me to rewatch. So that's why I didn't. Yeah, there, there probably some good clips on YouTube, but yeah, yeah. as far as watching for one, catch those those highlights. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is iconic. I never got too much into it. I do know the. Uh, I did see a little bit of it, but uh, maybe I do need to give it a chance. I don't know. Maybe my thing was I didn't watch a lot of Disney cartoons as a kid. It was mainly like Cartoon Network and like some Nickelodeon was kind of the go-tos, but uh, I know people love Kim Possible. I think I see about, like, 50, 50 women every Halloween. Their costume is Kim Possible. Yeah. yeah. That's a typical yeah, go-to yeah, yeah. for uh, for a lot of people. I do think it's interesting what you said, though, Lee. It's like, you can watch too much Disney cartoons growing up, but I think I drove mostly from Disney and Nickelodeon, because I feel like I wasn't allowed to watch as many Cartoon Network ones. Um, mm. Or maybe I just didn't find them interesting. I think it's a bit of both. <laughs> um, therefore, I feel like to me, they were just kind of dumber than others. You know, uh, some of them, not all of them. I'm like, not going to argue some that. Yeah. Not going to argue yeah. that. But I think For that's sure. interesting to see, like the dynamic. I feel like it is which channel do you watch more? Yeah. No, that's uh, that's for sure, and I think that has a lot to do with like obviously personality wise. You know, man, I didn't think this would be like a such a nature versus nurture, like philosophical debate, but. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I do think, uh, yeah, like, your upbringing for sure has an influence on what kind of cartoons you watch, and your personality, like, because I, I know Disney is all about family entertainment, Oh yeah. and their cartoons were, for sure, you know, a little more tame, and I look back on some of the cartoons that they put on, on Cartoon Network, uh, even now, you know, you got the Adult Swim, and that's basically the opposite of a Phineas Fur or uh, or a Kim Possible, so, uh, I mean, that's, I think that's just cool, I think it's, I, uh, I think that's kind of another one of the I wanted to do this idea, just because... It kind of tells you about people, you know, like the cool part about people, like their their favorite taste and you know yeah. what they watch as a kid. Do you ever watch SpongeBob with a kid? Nick, I can't remember. No. You said you no. Nick never did, right? Yeah, never did. Yeah. My mom said it would make me dumber, but I turned out dumb anyway. My mom. Shut up, Nick, dude. It works. It's fine. It's um, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a cool insight. I don't know, and not to say, not to judge any parent at all for like. Letting their kids watch these, not letting their kids watch these. I am no oh, parenting yeah. expert. I do feel like if SpongeBob reruns, uh, reruns are playing and my kids are in front of the TV, I will not do anything to stop them from watch from watching the SpongeBob. But uh, but yeah, not saying there's a best way. There's the second best way. But I I think it's interesting, you know, kind of the household they grew up in, and you like your personality. Like like you said, it's uh. You know, you see the style of, like, it's, you know, Phineas and Ferb, like, they go on these adventures, they build things, and you see, I don't know, what's another, like... Imagination. Yeah, this other wacky, uh, oh, like on Cartoon Network, for example, you got the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, like, this idiot kid and this pouty little girl. Yeah. They're best friends for no reason, and then the Grim Reaper is their third best friend. Like, <laughs> come on, like, that's just... 
different creative directions for sure. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool insight into people. Yeah. And then the moment of truth, what you've all been waiting for, all two of our listeners, just kidding. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in if you really are. I really, we really do appreciate it. Uh, my number one cartoon of all time, and Nick and I made our lists separately. I would like to clarify that. <laughs> my favorite cartoon, one I think that is really just top notch, and it takes a lot to beat Avatar, I want to preface that, is Samurai Jack. Um, I think it's funny. I think I think Samurai Jack won three like primetime Emmy Awards for really? like its animation, yeah. Okay. It's uh and not that I'm like some some critic critically acclaimed snob, but Samurai Jack to me was just uh, and even my parents know this I think I don't I just really really liked that cartoon it was just this this guy that nothing wrong in his life like his life is messed up so basically he uh, he's in feudal medieval Japan era he's a samurai and this evil takes over his father's uh, empire his father's kingdom and it's up to Jack to stop this evil but this evil called Aku the villain the main villain is Aku. What Aku does, he, sees, he sends Jack into the future. And without Jack in the present, Aku takes over the world. So when Jack's in the future, it's all taken over. It's all evil. And it's just the story of him constantly wanting to try to get back to the past, to try and, and save the world, basically. And everything bad happens to him. Like everything. Like everything gets taken away. And none of it's his fault. And it's just kind of this, this story of like, you know, when when things really don't go your way, you can still you can still be a good person, and he just does go around like doing good deeds. Uh, you'll see in the show, uh, still have opportunities to like go back to the past, but in doing so, people are still endangered, and he always chooses to save the people rather than than go back to the past to back back to his home life. So it's 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 kind of a a deep concept, I guess, for a kids show, you know. And the the animation is great, the action is great, in my humble opinion. But Samurai Jack for me really just, uh, just just takes it for me. Yeah, Samurai Jack. Uh, I, my number one was Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Um, I think it's my number one. I don't know. I guess as you can tell from my list, I just I kind of like the the hero thing, and I think we all do. I think that's why it's entertaining, is because these people are more than what a human can be. You know, they're they're something that is just we all want to attain, but it's almost impossible to become like Superman or like Wonder Woman. You know, you can get close, you know, but you still have human limit human human limitation, and I feel like that's why it's so entertaining, and that's why the you know people enjoy watching those kind of things where there is somebody who breaks that limitation of a human. Because that is what we all think about. Like, oh, if only I could fly. Or if only I had super strength. You know, and then we watch things like this that show you, like, oh, this person can do that. And then also in that show, it also shows how these heroes still deal with human things. They still deal with human things. Like, what is right and what is wrong. Like, I think one of the biggest, one of the biggest storylines through in Justice League that I remember has to deal with Superman where they go to another, I think it's either reality or galaxy, I can't remember exactly, and they see that Superman there made a wrong choice and killed Lex Luthor. And so the Superman in the actual world saw I've that and was, that, like, yeah. was like, wow, this is what happens if I kill Lex Luthor. The world goes to crap. Mm -hmm. 
because of that one wrong choice that I would make. And so, you know, it goes back to theirs and ours, the Superman in, you know, in the Justice League world has an opportunity to kill Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor kind of had seen that future too and had seen that and he like kind of taunts Superman like, oh, you know, do it, do it, you know, because he wants him. And Superman even says, you know, it shows the human side of him. He says, you know what, right now, I wish I could be that guy, but I'm not. And he like turns off his, you know, because you see his laser vision starting to heat up like he's going to fry him. And then he turns it off and just backs away and lets it go. And it's just like, I don't know, just seeing heroes have human, like have human problems, I guess just kind of, I don't know, I guess I just enjoyed that. And I just, I still enjoy it. I think I could rewatch Justice League, actually. I think I could rewatch the cartoon. It's just good. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm kind of kicking myself. Actually, I wish I had put Justice League Unlimited in my honorable mentions because I, uh, I remember that what you're talking about because uh, he see he goes to the alternate, whatever you call it. Yeah. I don't know. Comic books are crazy. Yeah. But like, and the world's like like in chaos, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no like it's, yeah. like it's it's lost. It's a it's a lost cause. And I think then, the heroes like rule the world, but they rule it in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like not like it's not it's not a good place. Yeah, like there's it's not. it's not a prosperous place. People mm-hmm. they're just kind of tyrannical and yeah, and that's it. And I uh, when I think of Superman, Superman's my all time favorite hero. I think of my dad, and I think of my dad how I don't know like to me like because like you said he like he's like I wish I could kill you basically. Yeah, but he's like I'm not gonna do it. And just to see, I think that was the cool thing for me to see Superman. Like I know Superman, like you know Superman, can just just take on anyone pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. But he he always holds back and he always walks that fine line of like. I could do anything I want, but I always am choosing to do the right thing. And I don't know, it's just, it's just a hard choice, but he yeah. just, he takes the hard choice every time. I think there's like one Christmas episode with Superman and I think, I think him, he's at his parents and he has like a uh, Martian Manhunter over. Yeah. Yeah. And like Martian Manhunter, he's naturally, you know, from <laughs> Mars, never heard, of, never heard of Christmas. Yeah. Naturally. And, uh, yeah. They got him a sweater for Christmas, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, this guy that never got to experience that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, so, I don't know, so wholesome, and, mm-hmm. and like, they wrapped Superman's presents in lead and all that good stuff, but that's, uh, I, uh, darn it, Nick. I should have added that to my, that's, uh, Justice League. That was a great times as a kid, Justice for sure, League. great times. I agree a thousand percent. I, I had the same exact number one, Justice League. Really? <laughs> Therefore, nice. I think it is the best cartoon. I think it is the definition of superheroes. Therefore, like when I go back and think of superheroes, I always think of Justice League. The best animation, I think, for any superhero style. Oh, yeah. I love it all. That's, um, that's one, like, me and my dad, we'd actually, like, stay up to, like, I think it Boomerang had it on, like, at 10 p.m. It, and was, so, like, it was a later slot. Yeah. We'd be there, like, I can't remember. I think, I think it was, like, Friday nights. Like, every Friday night, me and my dad would watch it together. So it's got, like, that nostalgia factor for me. We even have a quote here in our apartment. Sadly, you guys know about our apartment now. But we have a quote on our dishwasher about Justice League from the animated show. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just always think about it. There's so many memorable moments and, like, I, I don't know if it's a good source, but it's, like, my only, like, main source of DC information comes from that show. Because you get, like, everything you want, especially in the unlimited category. Like, you get a lot. it's the yeah. only reason I like yeah. the superhero question, why I love him so much. Because he's, what he's done in that show. Yeah. Um, I think that's just, like, my entire superhero background is Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, I think like Nick said, like it just everyone wants to see a hero, and when you put them all together, it just gets even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You get yeah, you get you get Wonder Woman, you get Justice League. You know, that's like their big three, right? Yeah. Batman, One Woman, and Superman. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and you just you see all their their struggles, their adventures, and it's uh, it's quality for sure. Um, 
that is uh, good. Good talks, everybody. Good yeah, talks. thanks for having us on Mindless. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, always a pleasure. Um, if you disagree with us, uh, feel free to let us know in the comments. Your opinion's probably wrong, but that's okay. We still accept you. <laughs> <laughs> you probably put jelly in the bread. <laughs> yeah, you put, <laughs> you pour the milk first in your cereal bowl. Oh, oh goodness. But um, but like I said, thank you so much, Ethan. Thank you so much, Nick, for for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thought it was a Thanks. cool a cool topic. If you're having a bad day, there's nothing wrong with watching a cartoon from your childhood. It might make you feel better. I, I promise that. So, thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Mind Dump.